0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I couldn't believe my luck. I was so excited. Who knew I could make dye from plants? Definitely not me. I mixed the dyes in a twirly circle inside the water so it could create a magnificent design once it came out. I put in five of my gowns and smiled at the result after bringing it out of the colored water. I hung the clothes outside and proceeded to prepare the remaining dishes for the day. Two hours later, I brought in my new multicolored gowns. They were completely dry. I started cutting them with scissors to create different designs on them. I was extremely excited. I was doing what no one else had ever thought of doing. The next day, I got ready, trying my best to look as beautiful as possible. Then I walked straight into the dining section with my beautiful, multicolored gown. Unfortunately, the reaction I got from my parents was the exact opposite of what I was expecting. They looked like they'd just seen a ghost. A ghost that they wanted to kill. Like and subscribe to find out why.
1: What are you wearing, Michelle?
0: Um, a gown? What do you think you're doing? Do you want us to get into trouble? Take it off immediately. But mom, dad... Why are you guys being so harsh? I really thought you'd like them. Them? Just exactly how many clothes did you do this to? Just five of my gowns, Mom. Just five? How many gowns do you have in total? Um... I pretended to count with my fingers. Six gowns, Mom. And you died just five? Mom just kept scolding me while my dad put his face in his hands, shaking his head in fear and disappointment. When he was done he finally spoke again
1: sweetheart that's enough michelle didn't know she was making a mistake now that you know michelle he turned to me never repeat this no matter what you are not allowed to break the rules unmarried ladies only wear white gowns in our village while the married ones wear black you can't wear anything else
0: i know what i'm supposed to wear dad i just thought i could try something different for once
1: no honey you can't
0: i ran back to my room in tears As I was leaving, I heard my mom mumble, This is terrible. Now we have to buy new gowns for her. I hope we can afford it.
1: She'll have to manage the single one she has for a short while, since she's purposely destroyed five of them.
0: Stupid village! I screamed as I banged my door. I hated my village. The rules were just too much. Unmarried ladies had to wear white gowns, married ladies wore black, while all men, both married and unmarried, wore black clothes. I hated the white gowns, so I just wanted to do something different. I thought my parents would be pleasantly surprised at this innovation, but instead, they were just disappointed. Our village was practically hidden from the rest of the world. Most of the villagers were born here and had never stepped out of the village before, myself included. This was mostly because everyone in the village believed that the world outside was extremely bad and corrupt, thanks to the teachings of our elders and their ancestors. We had rules governing how everyone should look, from our clothes to our hair to our shoes, our houses, our partners, and everything else. I hated these rules so much. I just wanted to be free. I always asked questions about the outside world, but people kept shushing me, telling me that it was forbidden to talk of such evil. I wanted to know if they lived the same way we did, with harsh rules governing every single step they ever took. Snap out of it, Michelle! We have a lot of work to do. My teacher, the healer, snapped. I had changed into my last surviving big white gown and quickly left for our healing temple to work and learn without telling my parents goodbye. I wasn't in the mood to talk to them at that time. Yes, ma'am, I replied as I sanitized my body and started tending to the sick. People had been dying uncontrollably in our village recently. It was due to the outbreak of an unknown virus which we didn't seem to have a cure for. We all knew that any one of us could be next, especially the old ones, so everyone was prepared. My parents had tried to convince me to stop working with the healer, but I assured them that I was properly sanitized myself before and after operations, and I also wore our local protective gear when working to prevent me from catching any disease. After work that day, I returned home and quickly washed my gown so it'd be dry before morning, since I had to wear it again the next day. I got up bright and early the next morning and proceeded to the healing temple once again. As I got to the door, I overheard my teacher, the healer, arguing with the village grand leader and urging him to go to the bad world to get medicine and save his people, but he refused, saying that it was forbidden. They argued for a long time, but he said that perhaps the gods were punishing them for something they did, so they had to take responsibility. I couldn't believe that there was actually a way to save the villagers from dying and our village grand leader simply refused to take it. I decided to take matters into my own hands, so I tiptoed into the temple and stole the list of required medicines from a table, then I proceeded to escape my village for the very first time in my life. I climbed the fence and jumped over it, scratching my leg in the process. While walking through the forest, dazed and confused at just how big the world outside my village was, I suddenly heard a roar. My legs froze, and I turned to look back. Behind me, there was a huge lion. My feet quickly sprung into action and I started running as fast as I could. This was a race for life. I couldn't stop until I was safe. I think it was a race for the life of the lion too. It looked thin and like it would probably die if it didn't eat me. Well, I couldn't think about that now. I wasn't going to be selfless enough to offer myself up as a meal to the lion. A whole village was counting on me to save their lives, even if they didn't know it yet as i ran the race of life i suddenly slipped and fell into a deep hole i tried to move inside the hole but it was slippery and i ended up slipping again but this time i hit my head badly and passed out as i drifted out of consciousness i saw the lion looking down at me from above the cage with victory in its eyes i'd just given it a free meal i opened my eyes and found myself in a cabin an old man was tending to my head wound as i looked at him closely I immediately realized who he was. Master Jumpa! I squealed. What are you doing here? Everyone thinks you're dead! We held a burial ceremony for you in the village. Master Jumpa was the previous village healer. I learned under him for a short while until he was suddenly proclaimed dead by the village grandmaster, and a burial ceremony was conducted for him. After that event, I began working with the new healer, who was an older student to Master Jumpa. He gave a weak laugh. <laughs>
1: I didn't die, Michelle. I just did what I thought was the right thing. My patients were dying from a virus like mosquitoes, and the Grandmaster refused to help. I couldn't stand by and watch them anymore, so I took a huge step. I escaped the village and went to the real world to get the medicine that could cure them.
0: You mean the bad world?
1: Whatever you fanatics call it.
0: Oh my god, that was five years ago. You've been living here for five years? But why are you living in the forest? Why didn't you stay in the bad world or go home?
1: My people refused to accept me when I returned. They said I was tainted and the bad world was too scary for me. I'm a 45-year-old man. I've lived my whole life in the village. How could I adjust? But I look on the bright side. Maybe I was put here to help save you from that lion.
0: We both (laughs) smiled. Master Jumpa, I think there's been another outbreak of the same virus you cured five years ago. The villagers are dying, and as a matter of fact, that is why I'm here. I came to get medicine to help.
1: Well, lucky you. I know exactly where you can find those. I can help you get them, because you're wounded, and I wouldn't want you to run into more danger. But you have to promise me one thing. What's that? You have to promise to stay put in the cabin. I don't want you to rip your stitches.
0: I promise. He nodded and smiled, then packed a little supply bag before leaving the house. I stayed put, but only moved when I got hungry and had to get food from the kitchen. It was night when he returned with the medicine. I was very happy and ready to leave, but he told me to wait till morning. Morning came shortly and he walked me to a near distance before stopping and saying that he couldn't go further. I hugged him and ran to the village. To my surprise, I was stopped at the gate and not let in. The grandmaster arrived with my parents and the healer and said that I had contacted evil from the bad world and I was no longer welcome in the village. I pleaded for mercy from them, but they all ignored me. Even my parents simply shook their heads and left with tears in their eyes. When it was just the healer left, she sneaked the medicine away from me and said, Thank you so much for saving our lives. I'm sorry that I can't help you this time, but take this. This is all I can offer you. Goodbye. She quickly ran away, and as I wiped the tears from my eyes, I looked at the weird paper she had squeezed into my hand. It looked like some kind of money, but it wasn't what we used in the village. I kept it safe nevertheless. I cried as I walked back to Master Jumpa's cabin, but I met him on the road, waiting for me. You knew they wouldn't let me in?
1: I'm sorry, Michelle.
0: We went back to the cabin and started living there. A few days passed and I told Master Jumpa about all my dreams. I also told him how I discovered Dai and how I kept on discovering new medicine for the healing temple by mixing several plants together. He said I had a talent, and that we would move to the outside world together so we could build on it. On the day of our departure, Mistress Helen, the healer I'd been working under, suddenly burst into the cabin breathing heavily. Where are you guys off to? Can I come with?
1: Why are you here, Helen?
0: Master Jumpa, oh my god, you're fine. I'm so happy! I was thrown out of the village because of this medicine I took for Michelle. The virus is under control now though. Everyone is recovering. That's great news! I screamed. Master Jumpa simply shook his head and told mistress Helen that she could follow us. We moved into a city together and mistress Helen paid for a year's worth of rent with the money she had given me and some more which she came with. She refused to tell us how she came across the money. We all started doing odd jobs so we could survive and everything went quite well until one day. I was cleaning the hall where a group of really messy students were gathered. I was cleaning up after them when I noticed that they were still trying to solve the same simple math problem they'd been trying to solve yesterday. Annoyed, I walked to the board, solved the problem, and started getting ready to go home. But two men suddenly approached and stopped me.
1: How did you do that? We've been trying to solve this for years, and we've just recently brought it to the brightest children in the country, but still, no one could solve it. And you've just walked up here and solved it in seconds.
0: Um, it wasn't hard at all. The two men looked at each other, scaring me. After a lot of back and forth, I was awarded a scholarship that was supposed to take care of my studies throughout high school and college. While I was schooling, Master Jumpa and Mistress Helen somehow fell in love with each other and got married. After that, they legally adopted me as their own daughter. While studying, I worked as an intern at one of the most famous companies in the country. They paid me a salary that was more than enough for me and my family to live on, so things quickly got better. Once our rent expired, we moved into a more comfortable house and got home equipment that made life more tolerable. My new parents got jobs as nurses using their healing skills and they proceeded to also <laughs> open their own shop where they sold both local, herbal, and modern medicines. People patronized them very well because they were fascinated with their products. I graduated successfully as one of the greatest minds in my industry in the company where I'd been previously working at as an intern gave me a job immediately after I graduated. With our newfound lives and happiness, our lives quickly went from bad to tolerable then amazing. We forgot about the deranged village we came from and the even more deranged people that occupied it. One year after Master Jumpa and Mistress Helen got married, Mistress Helen got pregnant and gave birth to twins, one boy and one girl. We gave them the lives that we couldn't have ever even dreamt of having when we were younger and we all lived happily ever after. If you enjoyed my story, please hit the like and subscribe button. It really helps our channel out. Thanks for watching. Bye.